Hey, this is Meredith's husband. I've got some SEO advice for you, but I'm going to keep it really simple so that you can understand it, so it makes sense, and most importantly, so you can actually use it. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Listener, I hope you're doing wonderfully. Thank you again for coming back for more. I hope you, I, I also wanted to say this, that I have never known, I never have any idea what my husband mm-hmm. is going to ask. So I literally mm-hmm. am just showing up. So if I, right. if I don't sound like a, the brilliant genius that you I usually sound unprepared. am. Yes, uh, that's exactly. Yeah. Just to, yeah. I just wanted to get that out. That's, I th- that's how I like it. I'm like the crazy I director. I want to keep my actors in the dark and get their, <laughs> their, uh, their true response. It's more real that way. <laughs> Good director. No, actually, I mean it does help. Like if I'm saying something and you're giving me a look, like what the, right. f- are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. okay, people probably don't get this. Right. And if you're like, oh yes, oh I that see, then sense. I'm like, okay, I'm connecting with at least one person. Yes. Yes. Okay, so today, yes, this is something I've gotten this question a bunch of times from mm. photographers, and it's something that is not—it's very common in amongst photographers. It's not exclusive to the photography industry. This is something that any website can deal with, but for photographers, it's especially common. And mm. that is how how do you deal with your hidden pages? What you probably refer to as your yeah. hidden pages. Yeah. So whatever these are, these could be your client, whatever a page on your website. That normal that if somebody if I go to your website there's no link to it so right. it's kind of secret it's hidden. sometimes so it's what, um, when when photographers um, when they do online galleries then that's what they that's what they yes like if like you they don't yeah, want if you do to see it right if you have your online uh, client gallery that you send that's probably on a what we call a subdomain like what are they Zenfolio and pick time and those so it would be like clients.yourdomain.com yeah that's a subdomain and that those are also hidden you these this is what i'm going to say applies to those as well but this also would be pages like oh i have a uh you know a blog post or something or a page on my website on my website that i don't link to but once somebody signs up and they book a session then i send them the link and it's like right there's kind of privileged information there uh, that's f- what I have found is that's pretty common. And so what are the SEO impl- implications of those pages? What should you do with them, et cetera? Uh, there's a very specific answer and they need to have a password. They oh. need to have a password. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of the question I get like uh, passwords, setting passwords are kind of tricky. It's, it takes extra time. It's a pain in the ass. I know. Uh, but you got to put a password on there. And Why? Because even if you don't, when you don't link to your, to these secret hidden pages, mm-hmm. Google's going to find them anyway. Because what happens, uh, there's a number of ways that can happen. But what happens the most often, if you're on WordPress, if you're on Squarespace, if you're on probably Wix or any of these others, when you create a page on your website, you don't need to link to it. There's what they call a sitemap. And WordPress and Squarespace, they automatically generate this sitemap. And that sitemap is submitted to Google. Hmm. Google knows the sitemap. So when you create a new page, Google knows about it. It has the sitemap. It's going to index it. So that's one way that those pages are going to get indexed immediately. Got it. So if you don't want those pages indexed, they're going to need a password. And the danger of having those pages indexed is twofold. I mean, I suppose people could 
enter your just random people, the public could enter your website through those pages. Hmm. And you probably you, you might not want that. The other danger is this starts to look like an old black hat SEO technique called oh. doorway pages. And it immediately is going to raise a red flag to Google that you're trying some underhanded tactic that SEOs really have kind of stopped using. But it used to be we would use these doorway pages and we would try to attract attention from Google with these doorway pages. And they might not, they, they probably have content that's not really relevant to our website. So we don't link to it from our website. It's a secret page. We just want people coming in through that door. Right. We don't want to actually, we don't want our website visitors to actually see that because for some reason, it's not really relevant. We're just using it like a magnet to try to trick Google and get organic traffic. That's what used to happen. So you don't want to make it look to Google like you're trying to do that. And that's what you're doing if you have these secret pages and they don't have a password. Okay. Now, the, the good news is it doesn't need to be a – it can be the easiest password in the world. It can be the same password for everybody. It can moose. be – It can be moose. It could be password. It can be one, two, three. It can be, I, I like to use remember, just the word ah. remember. It's easy to remember. remember. Yeah. You can be anything. All it needs to do is stop the Google bot from following a link to that page and, and indexing it and, and then sending the info back to Google headquarters and say, here's, here's this page I found. And, and, so, and why don't we, why do we not want it indexed? If it is indexed, it's going to look to Google like a doorway page. Okay. That's, you're you're, you're going to look your your website is going to appear start to appear suspicious okay. to Google if you have these pages that are not linked. Gotcha. They're also what they're also what we would call orphaned pages. They're pages Aww. that are not are not linked. They've been and this happens a lot with like WordPress. You know, people take a page off of their site, but it's actually still live and. Google still knows about it. Some people can still be visiting. It just is a, it's an orphan now. It's kind of separate from your website. So this is actually an error that as an SEO, we come in and we evaluate a site and we need to fix. So I'm sorry, but you got to put a password on those. Okay. Good to know. Just make it as easy as possible. To Google remember. bots very, yes, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, or they can be separate. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, they can all have all individual keywords. No, I meant to say passwords there. I know that can be a little bit of a pain for your clients as well. Yeah. Uh, but the thing, and I spoke with someone recently who, you know, when you send these pages to, to your clients, you are giving them kind of a, a little bit of an inside accent access. It's kind of like mm -hmm. a VIP type thing like, oh, here's your special page. Right. And you know what? I don't think that a client is really going to be that bothered if there's a password. In fact, I no. think they would I think they would feel even more so like they're now they've signed up. Now they're getting access to some so the good stuff, the right, real right. you know, whatever that is. You know, you got your website, it's for the public. Here's the secret, the secret here are the goodies. Special new dimension. So in that, I mean, so you could make it their name. That makes them right. feel very special. But then you got to create a new password. Like I, I would, I would just keep the password the same, and just give it to people that way. Yeah, yeah, good to know. Okay, so do that. Number two, just two things today. I saw somebody. I saw a photographer who uh, was taking their. They, you know, they would take their. They have a shoot. Get some images they want to put online, and they would put them on uh, Instagram first. And then they would get, they, then they put them on their blog or when they got to it or whatever. And I need to say, good God, don't do that. <laughs> 
So don't Please. put it on social media before you put it not on your first. blog? Not first. Not first. Remember, there, there, there was an episode we had where you got to own your content. This is kind of along those lines. If you take your image and you put it in the first place that you publish it on the internet is on Instagram. Yeah. That's, it. that's Instagram's image now. Okay, so Google sees it. Google, Google can know when a, when the same image is repeated. It, it can find it. And it does that not by looking at it with eyeballs like we would do, but the, in, the coding of an image is like thousands and thousands of characters. Google just reads those and says, oh, this image is the same as this one. So when Google first sees an image on Instagram, it attributes that image to Instagram. It's on Instagram.com. First, please put it on your own blog. Oh man, but, I've been putting, I've been posting things on Instagram that I have not even put on a blog. Oh yeah, if it's an image that you want to, re, you know, maintain, you know, ownership of, I don't yeah. know, you know, le- legally, I don't know what the implications are. Although I think whenever you put an image on Instagram, technically, I think they own the rights to do whatever. Yeah, they want I thought it. they changed it, but I doubt that they did. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I have no idea. All I know is that when Google sees an image. And it sees it published on site A, and then later it's also published on site B, C, and D. That image belongs to site A, not B, C, and D. So this this has a a storied past, not with images, but with content. So when you think about content, if you have a blog article, let's say you're an author, you write write something. You put it on, uh, I don't know, the New York Times, and then you put it on your your blog a week later. Mm -hmm. When, When somebody is searching for that content... Google thinks that the owner of that content is the New York Times. No. And maybe, and, and honestly, to be honest, if you're writing for the New York Times, that's well, probably, yeah. like, legally you have to do that. Right. But, you know, this came into play because what happened is, uh, you know, I had a client who did this and, and they got, well, it did not end well, but they just took other people's content. So they would find content oh. online, they would take it, they'd put it on their own site and they would do this in bulk. So they had thousands and thousands of pages of content and they oh, ranked really. really, really well. And I kept telling them, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. And his response was, oh, it's always worked before. It'll always oh, work. Oh, no. No. It does, Until it, it no. doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and he was very upset with me. Why? When it, when it didn't go well. Well, I didn't but tell you him. told I'm, him. I'm like, I, here are 10 emails where I very specifically said. Man, if people, yes. you know, this is one thing as a wife for, of you that I can mm-hmm. say. The number of times, and I've, I'm sure I've said this on this podcast before, but the number of times that you tell people, just do this, just, mm-hmm. and don't do this. And they don't. And they don't, they don't listen to you. And then there's and so much well. shit that happens when they don't listen to you. Mm-hmm. So listeners, listen. There are, uh, you know, and obviously I'm not going to tell you about the times where I fuck up and I do something stupid. No. So it takes me. Although well, that, you know, to be honest, to be honest, actually, it doesn't, that would be it doesn't happen all that often. I know. Because I, do, I don't tell people very specifically, do this unless it's super concrete. Like right. you really need to do that. Like this is not my opinion. This is right. like a well-known industry truth in my industry. Yeah. You know, so that's when I am very specific and I tell people you need to do this. Right. And, I, and sometimes they don't. They don't think I'm, they think it's, I'm just, I don't know, blowing smoke. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it but, always, but of course, always of bites course, them in the ass. Of, you know, of course they're going to blame 
me for that. Yeah. You know, they're not going to blame themselves. Nope. No. People rarely blame themselves. So even if I told them they were going to, they'll say something, well, you didn't make it clear enough or you know, something, whatever. Anyway, we're, I don't want to turn this podcast into a rant. So No, no, no. It's just, I, I, I'm merely saying that Yeah. it's best to listen to you. You know what you're talking about. Uh, on, on some, some, and things. I'm not paid to say that. Right. I don't pay her anything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but uh, love. Okay. So, so yeah. So, tr- so, you know, if, and maybe you have images where you, where it's fine. You don't care if they go on Instagram first. What if you, know, you selfies, um, you know, whatever. What if you, you know, put your watermark on it? Yeah. Well, still. You know, Google is going to see that image and be like, uh, that image was published on Instagram a week ago, and now Meredith is putting it on her site. Now, what if I re-edited it? Would that change the Uh, image? That that would change it, yeah. Okay. But, but, but same thing. If it is, if it is like one of your clients, if it's a a photo that you value at all, and, and maybe you think, Hey, if people, I want my potential customers, my potential clients to see this image. I want this image to appear in Google when somebody does a search and oh. I want them to see this. Yeah. Like, then put it on your blog first. Okay. And maybe, you know, maybe if that's just not going to fit in your workflow, like, you know, I understand it's harder to put an image on your blog than it is on Instagram. I, I get that. Maybe you can have like a, a, a private Instagram account and embed images from your from that private account on your blog. I don't know. Mm. Try, try to find a, a workflow where this is easy. It doesn't need, you know, maybe you can have some blog pages that are just, just photos, just right. shoots from photos or, you know, maybe you shoots can have a from blog. photos. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you have a photo, you can take a shoot from it. Yeah. That's it what on we your, do yeah. as photographers. Maybe have a blog post. That's just like, uh, here's, you know, sort of duplicate what's on your Instagram page and just have right. it be images and just load images on there. Just wow. say, hey, here's here's my Instagram feed. It's essentially the same thing. You can do that. That's really uh, good but to try, know. Try to, try to do that. Try, yeah, especially, like I said, if, if, if it's an image that you want potential clients to see and, yeah. and come to your website website as a result, yeah, yeah then put them on, on your blog first. Okay. So what 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 you should, send me your, your workflow. If you're listening to this, and you're like, I don't know how this is going to work. Just tag me on Instagram, Meredith's husband. Say, here's my workflow. Tell me what your workflow is. I will tell you all the things wrong with it. No, because I'm curious. Because I'm sure everybody has a different workflow. Some right. things work. Some things don't. Some things are easy. Some things are not. Some so. things flow. Some things don't. So please do those two things. Okay. Thank you. And that's it. Those are good to know. Those are Two very important buttons uh, that are important. All right. I'll see everyone. Actually, I won't see anyone. (laughs) You'll hear from us soon. Yes. We look forward to your tuning in. We look forward to your ideas and thoughts and comments. And thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really hope that you find this helpful and useful. And if you do, what you could do for us as a thanks would be to, drum roll please, yes, leave a review. 
Yes, everybody says it, I know, but it really does make a difference. Take three seconds, leave as many stars, say something really nice about what you like about the podcast and maybe why other people would like it. It would mean the world to us, especially my husband. That better? All right, I'm going to try one where I'm not going to be charming.